1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: So I haven't always been the best sleeper, but I'm, I'm certainly getting better. And meditation has been a big part of, of helping me become a better sleeper. Um, we've got a great tool for it here, Matt.
3: Yeah, we do. The Mind Detox app with Fiona Lamb uh, re- has a, a special section for sleep and, and I couldn't um, be happier for that because I know full well how, how it feels to not sleep. I, ha- I suffered from uh, sleep deprivation disorder for many years and, and I struggled heavily. So if you want to check that out, go to the App Store or on Google Play and um, check that out if you, are, if you are struggling with your sleep at all. Hello there. Welcome to the Naked Professors podcast with me, Matt Johnson, and Bed 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 Bidwell. Do you want me to say my name? Or no, Bed Bed. Have you, have you learned it yet? Or? No, no, I haven't, Bed. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say Bed Bidwell? I got a cold today. Call me whatever you want. Sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> Except sugar tits. We just leave that in. That's good stuff. That's a good intro for me. It's open and honest and vulnerable. Which Sammy T will about. be proud of it. Who's Sa- Sammy T? It's Sammy T's our S- guest. Sam Thompson. Sam Thompson. I love that you have a special nickname for him. That's what he's called, isn't it? Sammy, Sammy T. T. I don't know. Is he like Mr. T? Well, maybe. He's kind getting of that, way. that That's his name. Okay. Right. As you may already know, uh, Sam Thompson is a Made in Chelsea star, um, now a TV presenter, and he is on our podcast. We went on to his show on Build UK to to promote our podcast, and and we became friends with Sam, and um, I think you had a few conversations with him, didn't you, off camera?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, God, I'm a bit of a fanboy for Sammy T, because I've watched him on TV. Sammy T, I love (laughs) it. I think it suits him, Sammy Benny T. Benny B. I'm
3: sure. <laughs> <laughs> Matty J. He <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, is Sammy T. That's what, you know, it suits
3: him, doesn't it? It, I, it does. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. I mean, he might not cute. Anyway. Why wouldn't he like cute? He is cute. He is cute. He's like a little Poofin. <laughs> yeah, he is. Well,
2: he is, yeah. He's but, a nice guy. Yeah, he is, he is, he is, yeah. No, he's a legend. I, 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 as I say, I'm fanboying, fanboying with Sammy T because... Um, yeah. I've watched him and I, lo- I mean, uh, I feel like I bang on, on about this all the time, but I love his vulnerability. You know, He mm-hmm. shares his flaws. He's open. He shows up. And he's like, hey, this is me. I'm not for everybody. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm going to show up. And yeah. for me, he's built an amazing career. You know, he won Big Brother. Did he win Big Brother? I think he won Big Brother. Um, let's say he won Big Brother. Anyway, I'm sure he did. Um, and he's just his engagement. He's got a loyal set of fans who love him, and I'm one of them. Yeah. And I think it, for me, it's because he's so open and honest about his,
3: his well, flaws and challenges. And for for me, what was the really interesting part? Obviously, we we do talk about mental health and we do go into it. Uh, what it's like. Having that life and the responsibilities, but we do touch on cancel culture. We did touch on um, trial by Twitter, etc. And um, there was a case recently with Sam, Samiti T, that um, they uh, somebody uh, dragged up a tweet that he he tweeted seven years ago, um, where he he made a comment about somebody's tweet, and that was taken as uh, being homophobic and he was dragged through the coals because of that. Um, um, and, and in no way are we condoning any sort of homophobia on Twitter or on social media. We should be more responsible. But we do actually get into the, in, in the safe space, talk about um, what can somebody do to apologise, um, about lessons being learned, about naivety, uh, about whether it's it's okay to drag up something from the past and what that is. And I think it's a safe space to say that we got into that, Um and it was interesting to hear his point of view on that i, I don 't think he 's really shared his thoughts on it that much in the public eye and um I think it's important for us to to say that we we wanted to talk to him about it. We wanted to kind of uh, get into it and how it felt from his perspective
2: hmm. and he like, he does what he, he he does best for me or he did what he does best for me, which is just he owned it. you know he made a mistake uh like we all do, and we 're going to continue to. And yeah, it was a bad one. And um, yeah. he was punished for it. He's apologised. He's accepted it. You know, we're all going to make mistakes. And Matt, you and I are going to screw up at, at times in the future. And I'm not going to be perfect. And I yeah. think his whole point, and, and I'm fully on board with this, is that for us to be authentic, for us to be wholehearted, we have to show up, and we're going to make mistakes along the way. Yeah, and that is a, a healthier world for me to live in. I think you're right there with perfection. PC. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I think that's that was the main point to that whole discussion we were talking about. Does perfection exist? Exist, and is it important to realize that we're all human and we do make mistakes? And and are we allowed to apologize and put our hands up and say look i made a huge error that's not what i meant i completely i apologize nevertheless i'm not perfect and i think we could we could all really get on board with that because i think this search for perfection is tiring i've been there before um i think as uh, salvador dali said don't fear perfection it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. so with Mm -hmm. that you're profound, aren't you? I'm just seeing other people's quotes again, like the peach one. You remember that yeah, one? Yeah, it's a good one, actually. Juices. I'm to you for that, but since then I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, I know. It's John Lennon that said it. What was it? Yeah, but oh, I, I butchered now. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's mine now, John. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Sammy T. Well, look, we, we've got Sammy T in the house,
2: and... Uh, do you know what, this is a man, I've watched, uh, Sam, I've watched you on TV and I think you are a star. And this is, you know, we have times when you just like, it's actually a real privilege to sit here and have this conversation. Because Sam is great. He's, I love your energy. I think you're brilliant. But actually what I love most of all about you, in all seriousness, we have dive straight in it, is your vulnerability. And I don't think you have a clue about it. But, and if I were to say to you, do you want to be vulnerable? Do you want to be a vulnerable man? This is a really interesting question, actually.
1: What would you say? Um, first of all, thank you so much. That's a nice introduction I think I've ever had. Um, <laughs> and uh, I would probably say...
2: There's no right or wrong answer to this, by the way. I was
1: trying to think. Would I be a vulnerable... I think I... It depends what context, maybe.
2: Well, let, let, let's forget context. Just a straight question. Do you want to be a vulnerable man? Yes or no? Probably not. No. Yeah. And that's the natural, natural answer, I think.
1: What is
3: vulnerability to you? What does it
1: mean? Well, when I hear vulnerability, I, I think weak I suppose, yeah. don't you? And yeah. I suppose that's kind of what everyone's trying to, trying to turn on its head really, isn't it? Well,
2: what, what I think is so endearing and what I think for me is a massive part of your power as a, as a, as a popular person is that you own your flaws so well. So none of us are perfect. We, we spoke about this briefly off camera, but none of us are perfect. And you own that incredibly well. You've got you've got flaws, just like Matt and I and everyone oh, else has. Oh, do I have flaws? <laughs> but but you don't bury them. You don't. You, there's no there's no sitting there and going. Actually, no. I'm I'm too. Actually, I'm I'm this and I'm that and I'm pretty cool and I'm I'm this kind of dude. Actually, you're just like, hey, look, I, I, I screwed up. Things happen. And you own it and you laugh about it. And that, for me, is, is a big part of vulnerability. When, I love the quote, when you, when you own your flaws, no one can hold them against you. That's very and true. Man. No one can tease you for anything because you own it first.
1: I completely agree. I think that what, you, what I've learned about owning your mistakes, let's say, is that the, the learning part is so important because if you take something away from it, then it's not really a mistake that's how I see it I, I, th- I think that with we, I've made tons of errors in my life but I've always managed to take a life lesson away from it whether it be um, cheating on ex-girlfriends or whether it be uh, being selfish in my social time and, and, and losing some of my friends you know it can be it can be anything really but I've always learned something from it and once you do the mistake to me kind of becomes moot. Because it's not really this it's not really the same.
2: It's almost like an old Sam. It's yeah. Actually, well, yeah, I did do that, but that's not me now. But you need it,
1: right? As well. Like we were just talking before we went on air about um about the fact that I could forgot what I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely It must shocking. have been alive. <laughs> we, were just, <laughs> we were just talking about what were we just talking Cancel about? Cancel culture? Cancel culture, yes, yes. we were. And um, that still doesn't help me. Cancel culture.
2: culture?
3: What, where are we talking about? That? What is that? Cancel what? culture. When when somebody makes a mistake, maybe in the past or wherever, there's a team or a gang, ah. a mentality with Twitter that just wants that one person to be deleted, cancelled, destroyed, canceled, right, right, destroyed right, right. Yeah. by um, judgment on on Instagram, Twitter, or wherever the social media is. Okay, okay. And I think you've been through that recently, yeah. haven't you?
1: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I think we. The thing is, anyone in the public eye has, in some capacity. And what that's what we're talking about. Perfection. Yes. Yes. Perfection. What we're meant to be perfect in this world. And and I just don't understand it. It's such a flawed culture because no one is perfect. What I think is perfect might not be what you think. This is just my very humble opinion, by the way. Mm, What I think is perfect might not be what you think is perfect. So also, how can you walk out of a vagina and just be like, I know exactly what life is. I'm one years old. Well, I'm no years old at that point. Like I <laughs> don't know. I, mean, anything. I don't
2: think you're walking anywhere. At you're not walking. Either. You're, crawling. you're <laughs> crawling. Nobody's ever walked out of a vagina. <laughs> Strolled out of a vagina and done a little dance.
1: But, it, but it's true, right? Like you, 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 as you, as you grow, you learn through your experiences and mistakes and mistakes. But but the problem, not the problem, but with the industry that that I'm in, and I suppose that you guys are now in, actually, is that you're not really allowed to make mistakes and mistakes if you learn from them it still doesn't really matter because you've made that one and it's a black mark against your name sir and it's an asterisk and you're literally like okay that's that guy he's made a mistake and it's and it's public knowledge that he's made a mistake so we cannot use him and i think that sends out a really bad advert for um for people growing up because it's like almost you're not allowed to show your flaws. You're not allowed to show that you're not perfection. Mm -hmm. I don't trust people who pretend they're perfect personally. I think, wow, you've got a great damn publicist is the way I see it or yeah. a PR manager because everyone's flawed everyone
2: but also I don't think you see someone when they present this picture of perfection you, I don't feel like you truly know them it's exactly. like what's underneath that yeah get it because none of us are perfect they really aren't and I actually I think your attitude because I think you've got a sh- an amazing energy about you but I think so much of that energy comes from the fact that you're not trying to be perfect and when you release that, when you let go of that need to be perfect, it's like, hey, here I am, I'm Sammy T and, and I'm showing up and I'm doing my thing and it's probably not going to be perfect and I'm probably going to screw up along the way. And in doing that, there's a lot of liberation. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people live in this space where I can't screw up. If I screw up, everyone's going to judge me. So I'm just not going to do anything. I'm going oh, to sit in my bubble.
1: Mate, it's a horrible place to be. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been there. Yeah. There are times when I'm still there, where I'm like, oh God, I know what I, what I think isn't what I'm saying. And that and that and you feel so restricted and you're like, oh, God, it's just is this what life is? You have to who came up with the rules? Where are the rules? The way I see it is try and be a good person, be better, be better than the person you were before, because that's what life is. I think the, the the beginning and middle of your life, I mean, you never you never stop learning. Right. But I think the beginning and the middle is where you just you're 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 fucking up. Sorry, you're you're making okay. mistakes, but in your by the end you have kind of you've learned a lot, and that's why you look up to your parents, right? You look up to your elders because they've gone through life, and and life is not always sunshine and rainbows, yeah. and that's why I look up to my parents. I'm like you've been through so much like stuff that I haven't been through yet. You've got the wisdom. But there will come a point, I think, where everyone just pretends to be perfect. No one's actually gone through anything at that point. Well, and everyone becomes incredibly the, weak. The biggest point fear
3: three. of this PC kind of culture, and I, I'm all for freedom of speech. I I'm, I'm, i don't think that's a gateway to say racist, horrible things. I think you should have a freedom to say what's on your mind, what you believe, uh, without the fear of judgment from yourself or others, all that type of stuff. I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, I, I don't believe... That a world, uh, I don't think the world would be a better place if we were all so vanilla and we all had the same opinions. It'd what be type incredibly of world boring? Would they, would mm. That would be awful, absolutely awful. And in your circumstance, what does it feel like to be on the backlash of the this PC culture? You can't say this, even if it was seven mm. years ago.
1: Uh, it fe- it's, it's always frustrating, I suppose, because people bring you up on things you've done in the past, or like, and you're like, why? I cheated on my girlfriend at 21 years old. And it's like, I know now that treating someone like that isn't how I want to be treated because it's now happened to me before. And I know the pain. I know the pain of putting someone through that. I never want to see someone I am with go through the pain that I've caused them, that I didn't need to cause them. If I don't want to be with them, just break up with them. You don't need to bloody cheat, Mm. right? I would never have learned that unless I was 21 years of age but people nowadays even though you're a completely different we're trying to be a completely different human than than before people don't let you let go of it it's like oh but Sam he did that don't listen to Sam because he did you're trying to give some advice to someone they're like oh you shouldn't listen to him because he, he did He's that when he was 21 years old I'm so sorry didn't realise you were perfect like that's the point is that I'm trying to give you advice because I have done it And I'm not saying I'm a great person because I'm definitely not but just like people just shoot you down all the time and you're like well there's no point I don't think there's any point now trying to be a better person because (laughs) because what is the point? No, that's a
3: really valid point because you know, if somebody made a mistake ten years ago saying something and online, and they got brought up, etc., and there's no way of redemption, there's no, way, there's nothing you can do. Why to would you be, try? But what? You could just keep on saying it. Yeah. So where, where can somebody make, make, make it right for themselves or better their situation? Like you're saying, I'm put my hand up. I'm just growing. Unfortunately. By your choices, you're growing in front of our very eyes on social media and on reality shows, etc. And that's that's what's unfortunate for you. Like you're just doing normal stuff, effectively. Yeah. Like you know, it's not a nice thing to do is to sleep around behind people's backs, but that happens day in day out, right? At that age,
1: unfortunately, you and, have and to girls learn. do it as well, and it's yeah. it's both sexes. It's not just you've, all men. You've got to learn though. That's it. and and but this also, I suppose, ties a bit into a debate. You were talking about um, about the PC culture and, and mm. freedom of speech. I'm completely up. For, like the best thing about a democracy is everyone gets a voice, everyone gets a choice. The what I think is, and this is a very humble opinion of mine, but like if someone has an opinion, you can't shoot them down for it. It's their opinion. It's their opinion. Like debate me. Tell me why I'm wrong. And 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 give me logical in what I think is logical answers. And I I think I'm a pretty straightforward guy. Like I think that if you give me an, a reason as to why, I'll be like, oh, that's a good point. I I was unaware of that. I obviously haven't read up about that. Fair play. I understand what you're saying. But context is important there. Yeah I think uh, And and having a safe
3: space To share ideas Like a a, a Kind of a think tank But nothing safe though Because what will happen Now It it might happen with this podcast We're having a safe discussion Everything's welcome We're having an honest Open discussion About the way of the world And out of context Some of the lines Could be taken Mm. And misconstrued Internationally And and that's the world We live in But I think we try And overcomplicate We we try to simplify Overcomplicated Um very complicated subjects and I think that's our
1: problem but well, we typecast people as well when people have an opinion you go oh you're that person you're like oh my god I don't want to be that person so like, well you're that person and it's like, oh my god I don't know what person I want to be like I'm just this, showing up I'm I, just being me I'm I, just sharing what yeah. I thought I'm sharing a thought that yeah. is genuinely it and I think what will happen now and I think what is happening is the death of debate and I think debate is so so important in society and once you can't do that you're in, as you say, a vanilla... You're basically a T-1000, by the way, which is a robot from Terminator. <laughs> and you are. You're a T-1000. You just... All right, this is what you should think at all times. You're not a human. You don't go through ups and downs, good and bad. You. If I'm angry, I might say something I don't mean that is just the nature of the beast like it's just how it works
2: it doesn't define you it doesn't define person. you as a person
1: you are just a human being on this rollercoaster of a journey and eventually we're just going to be T1000 beep beep click 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 which is impossible and yeah. but but it but people are going to have breakdowns people are literally going to be like so where are your artists gonna be, truth, you guys to their truth yeah where are you where are you where are you like where your, your expression your, your geniuses yeah. where the people who use their expression for amazing things they are not going to be there where are your rock stars where are your musicians yeah. like it everyone's was, just gone well, the people who are daring
2: to, to try something different that, that no one's seen before people and people might not wow, like wow this is beautiful yeah they might not like another ones go wow this is beautiful I've never seen this this is crazy this is, this is creative um, the, what, the, what I really love about everything you're saying, though, is for me that there's a huge difference between victim and, and being vulnerable. Now you're taking so much ownership, and you're saying, "Hey, look, I'm showing up, and I'm trying to ex- express myself, and I'm trying to be Sammy T, the creative, like fullness of everything that I've got oh. inside of me. And within that, I'm going to screw up and make some mistakes. I'm not going to be in this perfect conformity that society is expecting. But you're owning that. Whereas I think w- w- society can go wrong is when, is when they play that victim, and it's everyone else's fault. And it's like, hey, no, I didn't say that this, and I didn't, and they did that, and they made me this, and this, da, 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 and everyone, and it's never their fault, and they yeah. never take any ownership, and constantly the world is against them, and they're living in this spiral mm. of constant negativity. Whereas that, that, for me, is victim, and that's why I, I go back to this vulnerability as it was too. I love the fact that in all of this conversation we're having, you, you are just standing up and saying, I am not perfect, but it, you've got to give me this space to not be perfect if you want to see full Sammy T., if you want to see all of me, otherwise I'll just restrict myself and I'll say yes, no, and tick the boxes, and you won't really see me.
1: But you know what's you know what's scary, mate? In this in this <clears throat> industry, let's say you there there is a part that goes, oh my god, you actually do have to be that person, and 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 I I do try and be myself as much as I possibly can. I really, really that really is do. your power. But but all, yeah, but. It's scary. I know. It is scary. It's so scary, man. Like no one will ever understand that being yourself is actually so Difficult. goddamn scary, man. Yeah. Because because you look at Holly Willoughby and you go, Wow, I need to be like you. Like you just squeaky clean. You know just, just the idea well, of perfection but, but we this work comp- in similar worlds
3: right yeah. I, I did daytime television for years you you live in that um, box of Nan's favorite and you have to have that you have to perpetuate a certain image of all times I couldn't do it at all times it just wasn't me it's not authentically me uh, you end up giving off this lifestyle, this life that is not necessarily yours. And it's nearly impossible. How did that
1: make you feel,
3: though? It felt horrible because I spent a long time trying to get to that point. You know, at times I was presenting all of this morning and I loved it. I loved the audience. I loved the subject matter. But I knew I wasn't living my true purpose and I was suppressing something I desperately wanted to do. And I even still now, in the last few weeks, go... God, yeah, presenting? Is it something I really want to do? And I do, but not that type of presenting. I, at least I don't want to not be authentic. I don't mm. want to be um, this cardboard cutout version of myself. But I, I understand completely what you're saying. Mm. You, there, are, there is very little room for error and authenticity in that world, especially, as you say, Holly Willoughby's world, which is you know ITV, daytime and
1: entertainment. you You kind of have to be a version of yourself that you're not sometimes. That's why Piers Morgan, love him or hate him, best job on TV. Because he literally is the only guy who can sit there and actually say what he genuinely thinks, even if you don't agree with him. And a lot of the stuff he says, I do not agree with. But I, I sit there and go, You're allowed to say what you want.
2: Yeah, freedom. He has freedom. The freedom. But this is what I mean. We talk mental health, but not being yourself, not being able to express and share yourself—that is not good for your mental health. You know, I always say you're putting on a mask. That conformity. Mm. I think that so many people live in, in in this world now. We are stripped of creativity. You know, it's not good for your mental health. It hurts. It's heavy. It's it weighs on you. You're not free.
1: There's anxiety, man. There's anxiety.
2: Have you
3: woken up on, on a day and and thought, oh, I'm gonna have to change my the perception of myself? Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna mate. have to wear more suits on Instagram. I'm gonna <laughs> have to kind of smile more, kiss more babies. Do you,
1: do you know what? I I've always tried my hardest to be me, and I think what I'm lucky about is that I'm surrounded by family who are also in the public eye as well. So for me, it's. You know, I, if I'm with my sister or something, there's a lot of channels and avenues for people to see me as me, not just like, let's say, my social media. There's my sister, there's Ryan, there's JP who lives with my, in my house. We're all in the same sort of industry. So I'm lucky enough that people can see me jump over my sister's wall and steal her food from her fridge. And, and that is me. And <laughs> I quite like the cheeky side. And I will never, ever stop that because I, th- I, I, I like being energetic. I like bounding around. I like bringing people up with positive energy when I can and being enthusiastic. And And that's why I love presenting, man, because mm. I, I I love the idea that you have a talent in front of you that might not want to speak, so you've got to get the best out of them. You've got a live audience there that you need to gee up and make really happy. And I love that. That I love feeding people, weirdly, with energy. I don't even know what energy or anything it is. I just like Ring giving. Master. I like giving it. Mm. I like just... If if I leave a room and everyone's happy and everyone wasn't happy when I walked into the room and then I left and everyone was like yeah that's I'd be like yes I'm so, I've, mm. mission accomplished.
2: I think Return I turn base. I, I think I speak for the nation when I say keep being you because I, th- I th- in a world full of people wearing masks like, for me you're one of the few who really stand up and you I feel like you really see Sammy T and it's that for me as I said earlier is your power. You said it's really scary. It's really scary being me and this is where we're at I think in the world that a lot of people stop being themselves because it is scary but in return they're choosing a a very sort of empty existence because they're not really showing up because we're not showing up unless we really are expressing ourselves so it is this conflict you know we say life's hard you've got a scary option or the safe option the safe option makes you feel inspired the scary option is scary It's really
3: scary being yourself. It is. It's nothing, uh, I I can speak from experience. Depression, anxiety came from living somebody else's purpose. Yeah. and not live in my own purpose so and you'll never
1: get to where you want to go though because it's yep. not where and you're and meant to be there's going. a
3: lot of opportunity these days for lots of people to become presenters and mm-hmm. there's a lot and people think it's an easy job and, and oh you my know lord it's, it absolutely is not <laughs> yeah and i think you know from sports from music from reality there's everybody goes Well, oh, just be a presenter there's plenty of opportunities but not many people stick around because it's hard you have to be yourself because there's no hiding places you're on TV for two hours a day on this morning you have to be yourself because you can't just switch into somebody you're not because your mind would go and for somebody like yourself to come from a reality world and for me to be in that world as well it's really heartwarming to see somebody good enthusiastic and truly themselves so I'd Mm. stick with Ben and I'd say keep on doing exactly what you're doing even if it you know does it's the longer path and the most difficult path and it hurts at times because you're sitting there going oh people you take it personally you know people yeah. don't want me and you go people will you got to stick out well, of that so, authenticity
1: well I appreciate that mate. it does get do you know what I know for a fact what I want to do in life I, I the moment I started um, doing Build Series which was this like an online presenting platform they were so nice to give me my first ever opportunity of presenting the moment I started I was like this is it I was like this is it I found it you know and you know what you want to do for like the rest of your life mm. that was it and every show I ever did I was like oh my god I just love this so much
3: you've got a question I can see it burning in your eyes Ben I
2: got like well I want to take it back into to, to um you know mental health I guess all this kind mm. of stuff but I guess you know, you, the energy that you've got, I think, that you give off. You, you radiate all the time is this m- huge positivity. You know, my, one of my favourite overriding memories of, of, of watching you on TV is, is the SAS, when you, when you, they, they put a mask over your face at the very beginning, and they pull the mask up, and the first thing you do is just crack up. You know, it's just, it kind of, it, it's, it's, it's bubbling inside of you all the time. Now, which is lovely, and, and really positive, but I'm, I'm wondering, what, you know, behind closed doors, you know, I, I've also heard you talk about anxiety on Big mm. Brother, that that was a real challenge. Um, can we talk about some of that stuff? Absolutely. Like, what what are the challenges that you face? Because you've got this bundle of energy. What 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 else goes on?
1: Uh, I think that so everyone's got to recharge, right? And um, I'm one of those people that I have enormous highs, but you have to come down. And um, and when I do, I, well, I I first started getting anxiety when I was around twenty, around 2021, 20, actually, because I was going through so much change in my life. I didn't know what kind of guy I was, I didn't know like who I was. I'd come out of school and I had this, I, I was hanging around with kind of maybe the wrong, not hanging around, I was looking up to maybe the wrong people. There were a lot of people in Maine, Chelsea, who at the time, like it was the cool thing to maybe like cheat on girls and, and all this stuff. And I, I, I think I was looking up to, to the wrong role models, um, trying to be someone who wasn't actually me because I thought it was cool. Um, can I was- we dig
2: deeper into that a little bit actually because yeah, sure. I find this is fascinating for me this is a massive part of masculinity that I think creates so many problems is that as men we, you just said it it's cool to do some of these things that make us look Kind of alpha men, like the, the 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 leader of the pack, if you like. And look at Sammy T; he's got a girlfriend, but he's also got that girl, and that guy. Yeah. You know, this is all happening. What a legend, mm. you know. And and it's a really, you know, I've heard you say, I don't want to be that man.
1: I don't want to be it. But we're led to think that that's cool. But it's, the thing is, it's at that age it was so hard for I had to once again make my own mistakes to then realize that's not who I wanted to be. I wish back then I had been like, no, I'm surrounding myself with the wrong people here. But it just at that age. I joined Made in Chelsea to get into nightclubs for free and to hook up with girls. I'm not joking. That is genuinely why I joined reality television. Um, and then I was just incredibly lucky to, to realise that it's something that I actually... <laughs> I fell into my dream. Like, I, I love everything the entertainment industry has to offer. Like, it's, it's me down to a T. But that is why I joined, for those ridiculous reasons that, like, nowadays, look at it and go, well, that must just be fate, really. But I at that age, I... Was just not really that happy because I think I was trying to be someone that I knew I wasn't. Um, I had, was on this TV show and I and that was kind of the height of Twitter back then. Instagram hadn't even taken off at that point, and I was like this geeky little sort of. I had weird gap teeth and really scrawny and 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 this and that, and I was getting some pretty savage like Twitter and stuff like that. I just didn't quite know how to handle any of it. Um, I think at that age I was kind of like, oh god, what? Everyone hates me, and kind of life over at that point. And, and so I was trying to sort of deal with all, with all of that. And the first, and I'd never have it, had anxiety before. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know anyone who had it actually either. Mm. And um, <clears throat> I started not being able to sleep, and I just I couldn't sleep for love nor money. I was knackered, and I just couldn't. I shut my eyes, and I and I would open them at 8 a.m. and I wouldn't have actually switched off. I genuinely was just going all night and I thought I was dying I felt really ill couldn't eat and I genuinely thought I had a disease I went I, I remember the time where I just had I had enough and I just burst into tears um, in my mum's arms and was just like mum what is wrong with me and she was like "I she, she cried she was like I don't know and at that point, no one really understood anxiety. And this is only like, what, seven years ago. And I, in my eyes anyway, no one really understood it nearly as much as they do now. It has so many side effects, anxiety and mental health. And um, and I went to a doctor and she was, was the first person to be like, I actually think you're just stressed. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I think you, you just got really bad anxiety. And I just couldn't believe it. I was like, you're wrong. I was like, you must be wrong. I'm dying. I know I am. <laughs> and um, and it was then that I kind of, and then that it was kind of around that time that we started learning a little bit more about mental health. And I started doing some campaigns with Movember and, and, and people who were more aware of stuff than I was. And I started learning a lot about my uh, symptoms, as you were, and sort of how I was feeling, and then I was like, "Wow, I get that. Oh, I get that. That's what I me." Mean. And I go, "Oh my god, I've actually got exactly what everyone who's who's living with anxiety mm. gets." So I, that's me down to a T. And then once I realised that, it became easier to handle. I think for me, because once I know that what it is, half the power is taken away. This is just for me. I know everyone handles it completely differently, but for me, if I, I I'll go right. Okay, I know I get foggy headed. I know I lose my appetite when I'm anxious um, and I know I, my, my, I switch quite easily. So I know that's what's happening with me right now. I'm just going to relax. I'm not going to overexert myself. I'm just going to just try and chill out. And it doesn't go away, but it definitely helps.
3: Ben, you're a trained meditation teacher, aren't you? So you know the importance of meditation, right? Yeah, it's been massive for me. Um, getting out of my
2: head, stop trying to be who I, who I thought I meant to be and actually tap into to what's inside and meditation has been a big part of our journey and um, yeah I'm using using my Detox app now and it's brilliant it's, a, it's a, got a full menu of choosing how I want to feel what state I want to try and get into and, and meditation taps into that deeper deeper energy inside of me it's Um, so
3: nice it's so nice to have a sponsor that's in line with our message that's what i really i'm so pleased because we genuinely use it and we genuinely get something from it and and i hope you at home do And i hope you do so far and if you haven't downloaded it so far you can go to the app store and get it there on google play and and just try it out we'd highly recommend listening to the the lovely tones of fiona lamb
2: the mind detox app Do you ever know what the cause of that anxiety was? Was it was it that you were worried of everyone's impression of you? Yes, was I think, it that you were trying yeah. to be something that you weren't. I think was it was. I think it was
1: both of those things. I think it was uh, me trying to be someone that I wasn't, and also the fact I was I, w- I was watching someone on TV that wasn't actually me. Yeah, and I was like, that's which, not which me. Which bit?
2: Which bit was not you?
1: Well, it's just trying to—you're trying to play up to the cameras in a way that you're trying to—you're trying to be this person that you're looking up to that isn't you.
2: Yeah, as I said, almost says you—you know—people saying you're scrawny or whatever, and you're like, "Well, I'm—I'm going to be the man. I'm going to be the guy." that's
1: That's not me. It never was. I'm a gamer. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, like, I'm more than happy to be. Like, I, I'm a geek, mate. I've always been a geek. Every but tattoo on my arm is fantasy-driven. And, right? and,
2: and we all are geeks. I think this is the thing, and we all trying to be. Cool. We think we should be cool, and we try and be cool. And, like, hey,
1: look at me. You can't really see my truth, I'm, but actually, all of us are geeks inside. But you become so much stronger once you realise that. I, what well, I certainly did, anyway. Once I once I owned my inner geek, I was like, right, you know what? I don't even care anymore. And that's even that a small little weight lifted. And I, but I think it was definitely those two things that led me down that path. And I think this industry, just as a whole, I will never knock the entertainment. I, I when I say entertainment, it sounds like porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Just to you, I will never knock this industry because it's given me everything I have in life, everything that I I could ever want in life. I yeah. I have through through this line of work. Um, but having said that, I think that. Being in the public eye, and we did touch on this beforehand, it is just so scary. It's so scary. Like, if you if you have a, a nine-to-five, you work, like, for example, my mate works in the city. No one other than his mates know who he is. He can be ex- whoever he wants on the weekend. He can be whoever he wants at home. He can be whoever he wants at work, but really, as long I, as you're not being an idiot.
3: I think in an interesting way, um, the world of reality, etc., and I think it's really filtering into regular life because... You look at anybody now with an Instagram account, they are trying to be somebody else. They're not. Maybe it's not as um, severe it is as it is being on national television. But I think the, one of the major issues in society now is that we are trying to perpetuate an image that well, doesn't exist. Mate,
1: comparisons, in my opinion, are so dangerous. I think that with Instagram now, once again, Instagram is a tool for amazing things, Um especially talking about mental health and people coming together as a community and realising that you're not alone. And, and I would never take social media away from the world. I really wouldn't. But having said that, the comparison, I personally think editing tools should be made illegal or you or you on your post have to, as a matter of law, go hashtag edited because I think the amount of, of social anxiety That people get now. Imagine being a, a, let's say, a seven-year-old girl at school, right? And there's a girl with two million followers on Instagram. She quite clearly edits all of her photos, which she's well within her right to. But this girl at school looks up to her, Mm -hmm. so she is thinking to myself, "I why can't she's like starving herself?" Let's say, and she's like, "Why can't I ever reach that? Because it's not bloody real." But no one's gonna tell her that's not real Man. because the girl who's got two million followers doesn't want you to know that's not real. So she's gonna say, This is me. Hashtag no filter. You've taken two ribs out, love. Yeah. Like it's, it's <laughs> not it, and it's so dangerous because that girl will then will then like go down a really, really bad path to try and achieve something that's unobtainable. Yeah. It's just not and then you get people who also may be at the same schools who will be like, oh. Uh, I have this many likes or this many followers. And then you're comparing again. And as as brilliant as social media is, I think it's so scary. And I think it's so important that we have some sort of regulation where you have to show people that actually, you know, and it would make people be more themselves. That's not edited. That genuinely is you. Like, like, it's really interesting hmm. you
3: say that because you're part of that world too you know somebody could say well you were on social media what do you do you feel as if you have to take more of a responsibility are you really more aware of what you're posting and the
1: ramifications of that massive well i'd like to think i am i mean look don't get me wrong not perfect i will do a a, a sell it an ad post you know because why wouldn't you the, the, the money's there as long as it's not for some like shocking thing that's going to you know, be only harmful. Mm. You know, if it's Tropicana, I I love, I love an orange juice. So, you know, (laughs) hey, other
3: orange juices are available. (laughs) If
1: if my, if my, if my, if my six-year-old self could see me doing a Tropicana, he'd probably be like, that's pretty cool. So I'm fine doing that. It's, it's, it's more, for me, I, I, I'd like to not take social media too seriously. I think that when you live your life, I know a lot of influencers as I'm sure actually you guys do as well now, Mm. really. And, in my opinion a large majority of them are, are, are depressed hmm. um, and you won't see that because what you see on the on the on the um, Instagram feed is just incredible happiness because that is what they're peddling, that's what they're selling that's what they're getting paid for they're getting paid to show you they're happy they're basically getting paid to show you what your life isn't well if hmm. you buy this stuff that they're selling you will well, no, no but not even that. that but they're selling themselves not even selling mm. like they're not even selling things they're selling a fake version of themselves to then get brand endorsement
3: deals. That's what I'm saying, so when they get the endorsements, they, they, these brands want their brand to be associated yeah, exactly. with happiness. With, with that thing that yeah. doesn't actually exist. I often say, how the hell do you find the time? Because I go through it, and I fit through the stories, it's like every five minutes they're doing something, mm. or there's three Instagram posts per day. I'm like, that, that surely takes you away from sure. regular yeah, life. Right? That is so yeah.
1: interesting though, because for me, I compare myself, and this is just another fault, that I, I, I look at these people, Because I am in that world, and I go, should I be doing more? And then I have to stop myself and go, actually, no, because this isn't my life. This is an avenue for me to reach other people who maybe are interested in what I'm up to. And this is an avenue of me to connect with people and maybe help them if I can. But in terms of, like, should I be doing more? I think we actually now, and this also gives me anxiety, where I sometimes think, am I working hard enough? I like to think I work pretty hard. I, I like to think that I, you know... I'm up early in the morning, I like, I've like i got a nice routine going on, but if I've... The nature of my work, whether it's filming or... or, or, or Well, normally it is actually filming, to be fair, because it's like five days a week. And you are days off on a Monday. And I'll sit there and be like, oh no, oh no, I should be doing something, oh God, what am I doing? And you don't give yourself time to rest. I'm working on a Sunday, I, I, I'm working on a Saturday but I will freak out on a Monday because I I always have to be doing something, always. And I feel like social media harnesses that because, like, well, these people are doing that and they're doing that. And you're always comparing yourself to other people. And that's why I think it's so important to keep, to to, my social media anyway, just to make people laugh. That's what I want to do the most. It's just, I like my social media to be as comedic, comedic as possible and be like, this is my sister looking ugly this is me <laughs> this where is my that, sister's that's, that's clothes. kind of bullying <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah she would call it that to be I, fair as well.
3: but it, you said you didn't nail in the head you said you would do your job for free and i feel social media does give you a platform just to do it like i got so many friends who are training to be actors or trying and they like they're so unhappy because they're not actually acting and i'm like well you're not happy because you're not being a paid actor but you can go and do acting you same with hosting I think the snoring by the way is Alan the dog <laughs> that was a big snore Alan I thought I you farted <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing silent ones <laughs> yeah. um, the, 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 I think um, there's a wonderful opportunity to use social media for somebody like yourself to present whenever you go wherever you go social media stories create content it's a new world that's opened up like it wasn't around when i was a journalist back in the day you know it's in 2009 twitter came out that's when i first started Mm. as a journalist and then went to to this morning etc but like there's so much freedom now where you can actually be yourself you can turn it around and go hey i'm not gonna fit into maybe itv's perception of what a presenter is but you can do it on your social media so you can, can do, do it yourself the hell now. you want now you can say. do it yourself have your own
1: podcast but do you know what I, so what I want to do is I want to do a maybe even a podcast but maybe something along the Instagram live route where I basically want I like have you ever watched E! News yes they just talk about all the celebrity news going yeah. on but mm-hmm. I want to do that in England but with co- like a comedic t- take on it
3: But E! 4 remember T! 4 very That's great. very same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interestingly, you would have loved my old job that I hated. I did. <laughs> I did a show. I didn't actually hate the job. The people they were amazing. I was very grateful, but <laughs> it was that. a show called OK TV. Yeah. It was okay as well. It was all right. <laughs> yeah. um, it was on Channel 5. It was a It was a brilliant new job. They asked me to be a host with Denise Van Out and Denise Van Out and pulled out last minute. And then I did it with my friend <coughs> Kate and and it was a uh, what's it called? Bloody uh, e-news type thing Yeah, it was glamorising celebrities and he was like coming up next uh, Justin Bieber's got a new fucking haircut or whatever <laughs> it is." you would have loved it but I tell you what it needed to be a bit more irreverent yeah a bit it, more, it, just it needs to be fun so please go out and do it because you could do, do you could do a 30 seconds news update from all the top celebrity news on Twitter just reading out from your sofa do it. It's so true. Easy, man. do it now, I'll
1: film it for you. Do you know what I think as well about <laughs> what's so good about social media is that you can, and I touched on this before, you can connect with people who might be going through I start, what I liked fitness for me was was huge in terms of dealing with my mental health, my living with anxiety, and, and that really t- made me turn a corner, actually. Um, and I get a lot of messages from people because I I share that on, on social media. I get a lot of messages from people being like, we, you know, I'm so happy you showed us that you get this, and I've had this, and everyone's connecting. And uh, I want I I, I want to tie it into something that my sister did actually recently. She did a an event called a Live Like Louise event. They've got a fitness community. I don't know if you've heard about it, but she's uh, it's basically like a lifestyle uh, Facebook community, and um, girls different shapes, shy sizes from anywhere in the world. Obviously, normally it's England. But we, they, they threw an event uh, on Saturday and it was so amazing to talk to, the, to these ladies and they all came. They were like, I was so nervous to come here and like I don't know, we're all doing fitness exercises together but everyone's the same. Everyone's got the same positive mental attitude. Everyone's enthusiastic. Everyone's building each other up. Everyone's like, well done. Everything's a win. Yeah. And that was so beautiful when I turned up there and I was like, everyone here is so happy and in the same mindset of just bettering themselves. And that's what I love about social media. Supporting and you can support people, mm. and I don't think I do it enough for sure. And I would love to do it more. And I think just as as a community of 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 people who have maybe a following, we should all try and do it more. And that is me included because mm. the feeling you get as well when you connect properly connect with someone, and and that's what I did at this event on Saturday. And I was sitting there going, wow like I feel it's like it's, it's transcends just talking to them you are actually like it's so weird but it just feels so good and and, and I would just love to do that more and I definitely don't do it enough and we should I think do you know oh, yeah. it's
2: it's, it's, um, it's a really underrated tool uh, you've been kind to other people and supporting them you know I, I I used to have a problem with it around because I used to think it was cheesy you know, if I really supported someone, really, or, or gave them sort of credit, or, or, or I'd be like, oh, you know, chill out, kind of thing. Now I really try and go out of my way. If I see something that genuinely I think is cool, I will just share it without without judgment for whatever people might think it is cheesy. Still, but I, for me, it matters that I want them to know that I'm on side, mm. and, that, and that makes me feel good. It's it's almost a selfish act because it, I feel like I'm I'm supporting people. I'm giving them something. I'm giving them a bit it, of when you
3: have that reaction it changes everything yeah. you've noticed it of course like when I first talked about me going through my really difficult time on this morning the influx of people was incredible the positivity the amount of people that went oh my god that sounds like me I'm going to go and get some help that changed my life because you,
1: just, cha- you can't go, believe it
3: oh I want to do this all you the time and do you, yeah. but that's I just said mean. the truth
1: that's all I did that's yeah. what I mean about transcending it's not just it's 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 something different where people where, People like come together in almost like an energy thing, and I I think with the world that we live in today, everyone's so closed off and, and cynical of each other, and negative, and no one wants anyone to do well. And yeah, it's
2: all everything's, a competition. Everything's just
1: a competition, especially in this industry, man. Everything's yeah. a bloody competition, and you just sit there, and sometimes it's it's you, you get lost, and then when that happens, what you were talking about. It's wow, man. It's, it yeah. makes you go, whoa, God, I've been getting it wrong. Yes. Here we go. I and, do this all the time. Yeah, and sometimes this you the just need to. Best drug need that. I've ever had. Exactly. It is. It
2: is.
3: We're getting Sorry, interrupted. Alan, Alan is just jumping up and me. You're yeah. all right, You're right. <laughs> You okay. Ooh, little squid, Just sit down. Can we, um, can Let we talk about out?
2: love? Because what an, another thing that for me makes you vulnerable? Sorry to keep putting this on May you. Go for it. But is that you are you're in touch with your emotions, which for a man is is quite unique, you yeah. know. And actually, you can be judged for, you know, in my, I mean, I'm 38, so for me, growing up. God, you don't have a wrinkle yeah. on your skin. Well, got grey hairs coming through. I can assure show you that's happening? God, look at his hairline um, as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I know. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, you you got me flustered now. (laughs) So handsome. (laughs) Um. So for me, growing up as a man, you know, emotion showing emotions was not part of the man the man psyche. You know, we didn't do that. So for me, vulnerability is as a man actually willing to show up and actually share what you feel. You know, I love you, man, or you know, any of that kind of stuff is vulnerability. But you, you're very, you're very open with your emotions. You, you share it, which is for me is a beautiful thing. But also, you know, with your girlfriend as well, you very publicly share the admiration and, and love you've got for her, which I think is a massively powerful. Because for me, growing up as a man as well, it was cooler to be a man who didn't, who just had a girl. Who didn't care. You didn't yeah. care. You Mate, know, I'm the, i
1: mean, the, I, I've been the, the, the girl I'm going, to, the girl called Zara. Basically, she, she's the most. She is so supportive, and just like i haven't really ever met a girl like her before where she just for who i am at base level is like just it just thinks i'm the most wonderful person in the world unless she's lying (laughs) And, and 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 i i feel so lucky to have met someone like that and i think i it gets to the point where i just want people to know that that I'm not afraid to be like I love this girl I do like, I know, I've only been with her for what like seven months I'm very aware on the flip side that I, I like taking things slowly because beforehand I didn't take things slowly and I'd rush into things and it would ruin everything this is real to me I want this to last so I will, I will take this as slow as possible but that doesn't stop me from the fact I love her and I think it's really important even crying I cried on on national television um, and absolutely loved it I'm going to be honest, I it felt so good. When was that? When I got dumped for my first ever girlfriend, and, and I deserved to get dumped as well, Just I wasn't ready for a, for a relationship. It taught me so much. But, God, just all that weight off the shoulder. I just went, and just, and do, and do you know what? No one even took the piss out of me either. Everyone was like, oh, I feel really sorry for him. And I was like, thanks. I felt pretty sorry for myself as well. And it's just... God, it was a really nice just a show. And it was ever since that moment that I cried actually on, on TV. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be afraid to say how I feel. Because once again, I'm not a macho man. I'm not that guy. I'm a very emotional person. If you've upset me, I am in, it's impossible for me to not show that I'm upset. I can't do it. So like, I will be that person who will go to my sister and be like, God, this has really upset me today or, or this. And like, I talk about my feelings a lot. And you're right. Um, if it gets to the some people think, oh, that's the, the the wrong kind of people in my life would be like, Oh, that's just not manly. That's just not manly. Why are you moaning mm. about this? Why are you talking about this? It's like, well because it's good to get it out, I feel like. It's good to explain how you feel. I said this to Zara. I I went, Look, I've been hurt in these relationships, I've made mistakes in those relationships and I was completely open, and as you like to say vulnerable, mate, and and it's it's helped me define who i am in terms of a relationship to be honest with how i'm feeling that has been the that has been the biggest demise of my relationships in the past where i felt a certain way and not have the balls to actually just say how i feel and i've acted in ways that uh, that like for example i didn't want to be with my girlfriend so i cheated on her. it's like we just say you're not happy don't do that because that just makes her unhappy which then in turn makes you unhappy again and there's no need for that you, like, but, but, but then again you had to learn that to sort of get to my headspace now so it's all just a ladder we're all just climbing a ladder but I completely agree mate, that everyone should be way more communicative about how they feel and their emotions and and love as well you should tell people who love them yeah. you should tell people you love them and do you know how nice it is to hear that people love you, <laughs> do, you do you
2: feel any less masculine in doing in, in that way not but anymore originally I, at the beginning
1: yes mate but massively. you just got through it I used to I used to literally I used to think it was it was it was um, frowned upon to be like I love you like I used to be like, when, like my girlfriend would be like I love you I'd be like oh yeah really <laughs> i not joking I'd be like oh I like you do like as a joke like joking but not really joking and I was like what am I doing like it's just it's it's such a weird thing installed into us I don't know how it happened or where it came well, from I think it comes for
3: from me, society at a young age f- movies and films yeah. all the guys that I yeah. wanted to be um you know even the Fonzie, which would be say all these guys they they all die alone you know yeah. they they're very fun and cool <laughs> so to be true. with you know you got all these leading men who are bachelors and do all that type of stuff these are the guys that die alone they have to change their ways at some point
1: James Bond's got no one totally <laughs>
3: no one but forever they,
2: all, they keep getting they all want him anyway. and he's just cool you know he just bats them away and chooses the one he wants you know that's what we're shown
0: so I know, that's vacuous it's to totally me.
2: it's wrong it, and it, for me men are shown the wrong path from an early age you know and I, I love seeing the bravery like in you and going, do you know what? I've worked out actually that that, that stuff doesn't really work for me. This is me. This is what yeah. I want to do. And this is what makes me feel good. Even if some people don't think I'm a man for doing it.
1: But you know what? There's another part of it, which is... it. There's a lot of pressure, I think. And I don't think this really gets said enough. And I can understand why. Because, you know, men have had it good for so long. But I think there's a lot of pressure on men to... What are we? Because... Like now in this in this world, it's like obviously Feminism and stuff, Like I don't want to say anything wrong, but I don't know what to say and it freaks me out, man Like I want to say the right thing. I want to be the right person I want to I don't want to hurt anyone I don't want to upset anyone, but there's a chance I might I don't know and then like I think being a man is there. It's so confusing Everything's so confusing, and then you just get bashed because you because you've said something wrong, and then you get like hounded, and you're like, no, I'm so sorry like i I genuinely and I'm not saying this like lightly, I think it is it's scary being a man in this day and age cause you i just don't want to get anything wrong,
2: but you're gonna and we're going to and and I think that the world is a better place if we show up and and be that man that you you just feel is right and accept along the way that we're gonna make mistakes at some point. The, the unfortunate thing for you is that you've made a mistake and you've been punished so bad for it. It's like, you know, you're being taught, society is showing you just go back into conforming and don't make any mistakes and don't show up and don't express it. Don't get, well, yeah, well, don't get caught. Well, yeah, don't get caught. But How do you
1: change I, that? How do you change?
2: Well, society need, needs to, we need to, like hopefully messages like this, you know, my my message, my fundamental part of my coaching is trying to get people out of their head and into their heart. You know, for me, you live very much in your heart and it's beautiful but your society's trying to get you to live in your head. No, Sam, don't do all that stuff. You conform, stop saying all these emotions, that's not a man, don't do that. Don't say these things wrong like that. We want you to just be this person who everyone else is and conform exactly like that. And it takes a lot of strength and vulnerability to say, actually, I'm Sammy T and this is me and I wanna show up and express my creativity and I'm different and I know it, but that's me. And society fundamentally is trying to keep us safe in this safe space for me. And exactly like what you said before, it's a very boring world if we all stay very safe. Boring for us as well. well. you
1: know what? For, for, an example for me was SAS. Yeah. Um, I did that show, and as you say, the, the hood came off. And I was just nervous, man. Like, when I get nervous, I, I smile. I couldn't believe where I was. I was in the mountains of Chile, for fuck's sake. I'd just been bagged and tagged. Like, I didn't know what was going on. You've got these mean motherfuckers, sorry, looking in my face. And, like, you're staring in my eyes. And I'm like, I don't know. Where I. As you said, I'm a little Sammy. T. I haven't got a clue what going on. I'm going to smirk just because I'm nervous. You could beat me up and I wouldn't be able to do a thing. You could throw me into the lake and I'd probably drown. And, like, for me, I was so nervous for that whole journey, that whole SAS journey. And I, you know what? I actually got quite a lot of... um a lot of stick for that for the SAS Uh, because you know these guys look they don't need anyone to tell them tell you to respect them they fought for our country they have gone through hell and back they've done things that I couldn't even dream of doing Um, but I'm not them and if we're doing a course which is made for them well that's not me like when I when someone says something to me, he goes number twelve because that was my number number twelve. <laughs> he was like not which was the last number as well. I was like oh god is that foreboding, and he was like um and he was like number twelve come here and I was like oh yes sir and I'd say his name I like yeah I say yes mate because I say mate when I'm nervous and I'm like, yes mate and he goes it's not mate it's sir and I'm like oh god no but then I'm talking back to him but I'm not meaning to talk back to him I'm just saying words because i'm so nervous <laughs> and then he's like slamming his hands to the table going this is a fucking big brother or strictly come dancing i was like "Mate, i didn't get strictly come dancing I, did. <laughs> I wish i did but and, I, and, wish I was there now yeah, I was, well, i'm sat there and i'm like i'm really sorry and then i'm just like apologizing but he's getting even more irate and people are watching I'm going why didn't he just shut up and say like you you'd have to understand that that is I'm me, I'm, just, that is just, I'm not trying to be malicious, I'm not trying to be annoying, I'm not trying to be a class clown, I'm genuinely just scared. I'm just scared <laughs> of the big, burly, scary guy screaming in my face. And you live in your heart, and you share how
2: you feel, and you're not meant to do that, SS. It's, it's man up, it's, gr- so, yeah. it's it's grin and bear it, it's get on with the job, it's not share how you feel. That's that's yep. That's probably why you were chosen and such great TV on it.
1: Well, that's the, the, the next point I was going to say <laughs> is that, as much as i hated it because i did get a bit of hate the first three episodes centered around me yeah. the people who weren't conforming and doing it they weren't even part of it nah. because they don't say anything because they don't because they're just like robot T1000 but it's like but the, I think the whole point is to actually express yourself and be you and try and get through this course as you yes. and learn something about yourself along the way if I were just to shut up and not be me then I don't think I would have got as much out of that experience as I did by the end of it because I literally went through that whole thing as me good, bad and ugly you weren't I, born I to
2: be in the SAS and that's no, okay. We're not all born to do every fine. job. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're born to entertain us with your, your, your incredible heart. And that's what you do.
3: I know what the producers would have wanted. And they would have wanted you to be you. yeah, And yeah. for you to act out. Yeah. That's what they whatever. said. That's exactly, exactly. what they said. Of course. It's a TV bloody show for Christ's sake. This is on actual auditions for the SAS. But auditions.
2: It's a, it's a good message for life though for all of us. We're not yeah. all meant to. You know you're not. You were given SAS. We're not all meant to be in the SAS. We're not all given a job that we're all meant to be able to do. We've all got different talents and skills. And we've got to show up and become connected enough to our own skills. And show up and use them in the world. And that's our job to ourselves. We, are, we are
1: self well the thing is we also have to be selfish what makes us happy because we're the ones who live in our body yeah that like you know you, yeah. what what makes me feel happy it. yeah because exactly. it's one interesting that
3: it. you use the word selfish yeah yeah it's, yeah, exactly. just, being you. it's just trying selfish. to be authentic we've got, got selfish and like, thinking about the the question of what is a man supposed to do or be or say and all that type of stuff i think I, I suppose it's try your best do your best in any given circumstance that's all you can do and if you're being authentically yourself and you're trying your best that's all. You, if you make mistakes, you get called out on it and you learn from it. That's life. Yeah. I think that's
1: the answer, right? Do you know what? I come away we from... we just solved it? I think, I think you, we just yeah, solved we masculinity. Solve the, the, the puzzle. Do your fucking best and don't be a dick. <laughs> but you know what's funny? When my dad used to say, just try your best, I used to be like, Dad give me better advice. <laughs> he's like, just be your best. And I'm like, what do you mean? You just help me cheat on my test.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: now I get it so much yeah. more. It's just do, what he's really saying is just be you. Yeah. And you is good enough. Your truth. Even if people don't think it is for you, if you are being you, then that like as long as you it's are satisfied with how you're acting and how you're being in life, then I suppose... You're right. We've just figured it out because it is worked of the day, out
3: what vulnerability is. Yeah, it's you, you being you, just being be, truthful. And
1: as soon as you become okay with that, then you, then no one has any power against you, really. That's it.
2: And the most important relationship we can have with anything is the one we have with ourselves. I and if we're not ourselves in the first place, that relationship is going to be pretty shit, and it's going to hurt fundamentally. We, I feel we like we, we've worked it out. We, I've, we got to pret. Boys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate. Boys, I think we've
1: figured out the matrix. <laughs> oh,
2: is that it now? What do we do after this? We, 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 we do a check in.
3: That's, that's the one. That's what we do. We this should do at the what we do. Now
1: we'll What's do a check out
2: check out yeah check
0: out yeah now we were talking about emotions and being
3: in tune with who you are and what you're feeling you know and that those emotions can change those feelings can change so um a check-in is where you um say three words that are that truly represent how you're feeling in that moment with a brief explanation so at the end of a, a series or a podcast we will check out so I'll check out first, so you can copy what I'm doing. Or not copy, but you, know, yeah, you have yeah. an understanding Sammy tea version. of what I am doing. So I'm going to check out with... I, um, I'm hungry. That's one thing. i am going to say I'm hungry, because it's tea time, really. Um, I'm also very... I'm really happy that I've had a conversation, because this is a really nice conversation for me. Um, we talk about vulnerability and masculinity quite a lot, but I haven't talked to somebody that is on the way up in the presenting world for a long time. It's kind of not my world anymore. So I'm really happy I've been able to kind of chew the fat on that, that's been quite nice. Um, so I'm really happy, hungry, and I say I'm really content because we've we've done two podcasts in a day today, but I'm really content and I'm really, i really proud that I'm content in the ha- talking about vulnerability and all that type of stuff. I'm really happy I can have this conversation. Because I couldn't have had this conversation a few years ago, even yeah. a couple of years ago, you know. I'm happy that I can be, I can partake in this conversation. So I'm very grateful for that. That's five words. Have that. Nice. Best. That's good, mate. Well played, Thanks, mate.
2: Um, I, I, the, the the one that stands out for me most of all, the the feeling, overriding feeling I have right now is. is it, is a privilege, in like it's, it's, it's honestly it's, without sounding cheesy, but this is, this is my reality. It's a privilege for me to sit and have this conversation, and honestly, with, 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 you, with you. Well, Matt, I, I always feel privileged sitting with you every time, it's beautiful, but having Sammy T is, is we're lucky. I feel very mm. lucky to sit in this space and to, to share this conversation and create a connection with, 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 a, with a man who entertains me a huge amount, and that's, that's beautiful for me. So I feel very, very privileged and lucky. Um, what else do I feel? Um, there's just there's a a lot of of happiness again that we're here doing this you know I said it's been for Matt and I getting our diaries together and and getting in is is pretty intense but we're back doing this and it's always beautiful when we do it so I definitely have a lot of happiness in me and other word that comes is there's an element of pride in me as well that we've just shared that conversation and we get to share that. I feel that, Sam, you make a massive impact. I feel you're a, a real role model for men to be able to embrace emotions and just own it. Hey, this is me. This is what I'm about. I feel, I just, you, you, for me, are a great role model in men. And I feel proud that we've managed to facilitate that conversation. Hopefully men can hear it. And, and I really hope learn from you and show up as themselves and not try and be the macho man or try and be the lad who wants to get lad points. But actually, you should be themselves, that geek you know so yeah for me it's it's proud privileged and um happy
1: do you know what i think i'd say i safe is one for me i think having being feeling safe in the knowledge that i can say what i think and be who i am around two guys i respect very much and I think that's really nice because there's a lot of times I'm around people that I respect where I go. Oh, I've got to be this person or that person. I just feel so safe, which I can just like you know just say exactly what I'm feeling. That like, even say these three words and stuff. Like, I just feel so relaxed and be able to do it. So yeah, safe would definitely be one word. Um, humble would be another one. Uh, I think, you know, as I said, I respect you guys a lot. I've, I've actually interviewed you guys before, and uh, I'm just such a big fan of your work and. The fact that you think so highly of me makes me, well, I'd say humble and, and, and hungry, but in a different way, it wants me to go and succeed and be better, if I'm honest with you, because, you know, you guys, obviously sh- you've shown faith in me and I don't feel like I can go on and be the best version of myself that I can be. So i definitely say humble slash hungry, safe. Um, and I would also say that I feel really content I know we've said content before but I feel I felt anxious this week I felt really anxious uh, sorry last week and the start of this week so today um, and I just feel very very mellow and just you know that I could sit here for five hours and just shoot the breeze chew the fat and I think that is what actually makes you guys so brilliant really does because you know You've almost, you're you're almost a medicine for me. So, guys, thank you so much for having me. It is oh. such a pleasure.
3: Everything's welcome, brother. Everything's welcome. Yeah. Always. Yes, always.
1: Nice thank one, you. man. Go on, lads. Thank you so much. <laughs> Go on, nice. That's lovely. That's nice one. Thanks for coming on, brother. First Any time. Have me again, please. Nice one. Next, <laughs> Next week. <laughs> 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 this is free therapy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Cheers, man.
3: I really enjoyed that chat, and and as you can see, right at the end with our checkout. Um, I think I enjoyed talking about the telly world a little bit too much instead of mental health. But for me, it was, you know, I've distanced myself away from the presenting world and I've become more production and, and more mental health based. So to have a conversation, it felt with somebody new coming up through the ranks. And I kind of feel like a not a veteran, but I've done it for 20 years. I really enjoyed that safe space and that conversation with somebody that's open and honest and, and, and uh, puts himself out there i enjoyed it. it's very much he's I'd good like, isn't he yeah yeah i really like him it's it, it's um i hope he does well i hope he sticks to his guns and he sticks to what he uh, I, promises i'm for I'm, I'm all on board with his message because I, I i love watching his
2: authenticity and he'll make mistakes again in the future but yeah. I, fundamentally i i believe he's got a good heart he's coming from the right place and we're all going to make mistakes and that, that is so important. If we live our life never looking to make a mistake, we're never going to show up. Yeah. And that is not good for our mental health. So we kind of feel we're a little bit damned if we do, or are damned if we don't, you know, having had that conversation. Yeah. But for me, I'll choose showing up and, and making a
3: mistake every t- every time rather than never giving it a go. Exactly. That couldn't have been said better. I think uh, it's very important to have an open mind and and, and put yourself out there. And uh, there's there's nothing worse than being static he's doing it isn't he he's giving yeah. it a go and yeah. it was it was a pleasure and uh, he's back on Made in Chelsea
2: isn't he he's back on he's back in yeah which is shame, cause I don't, I don't I hardly watch any TV but now he's back on I'm going to be inclined to switch it on again are you really no I'm not really but uh, I, you know I, I, I find him very entertaining I, it'd be
3: interesting to see him do it with a new mindset yeah. he's a different person now yeah, isn't he yeah, he's in love and yeah. he's not going to be giving them the headlines they want necessarily yeah. he's going to have to do that in a different way yeah be interesting yeah well, um, he's a legend I'm
2: big, uh, you know. i lucky to get the conversations that I have on this on this show yes. he was another one
3: big love to Sammy thank T thank you very much Sammy T from Matty J and Benny Boo. <laughs> 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 if you enjoyed that please like comment and subscribe on our podcast here and uh, go on to- you can't like a podcast Matt what are you on about can't you like it No, you, you can't can. Like it. you can rate it rate it oh, yeah. that's what you mean that's <laughs> what I mean by it but you know what I mean look can you stop making mistakes it's just not on <laughs> Perfection doesn't exist, okay, Benny B. Uh, yeah, go to our Instagram and our Twitter handles. All of the things. Let us know what you feel. If there, if there are anybody, if there's anybody out there you'd like us to have on, realistically, please let us know. We've asked Jim Carrey many times. We're still hanging on for Jim. Next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah. Come on, Jim. We know you're listening. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Ben, isn't it nice having a sponsor a and B, isn't it nice to have a sponsor that is in line with our core values and our message? Fiona Lamb's new meditation app called Mind Detox is perfect for us, isn't it? Because you've coached meditation before. Yeah, meditation is massive
2: for me and, and just connecting to that deeper place, you know, getting out my head. And um, what's lovely about Fiona is that her voice brings a really soothing tone to, that, to the whole thing. And she really focuses on, on your state of mind and your thoughts uh, and actually getting yourself into a place where, that you want to be.
3: It's obviously available on the App Store and on Google Play. Go and check it out. And the Instagram page is uh, at MindDetoxApp. So yeah, it's all there. Check it out for yourselves.